Hi, I'm Andy, that's Victor, and that's Kyle, and we're a cult. Shut up, Andy. No, we're a weekly comedy podcast. You ever consider how crazy and appropriate it is that your 50-something-year-old mom has a special occasion tongue ring? Or that time you went to Japan with your ex-fiance, ended up breaking up, and moped around all summer till your friends bought you ice cream. Oh, and who could forget that time you asked your girlfriend out while she had food poisoning? Sometimes I Hate You is a podcast about three friends growing up together and recounting repressed memories and planning out their cartoony futures. Do you like funny voices? Or maybe you're into dark and lewd jokes. Maybe you're just huddled up in your apocalypse bunker trying to remind yourself you're not alone. Welcome to Sometimes I Hate You. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. I am testing the sound quality of my closet. This is my normal speaking voice. This is a louder speaking voice. (laughs) This is really awkward because I'm sitting in my closet just by myself, staring at my shoes. But I think this room has the least amount of echo. Hello, everyone, and welcome to... I'm, like, really funny. I'm Jack. I'm Sam. And today we have a very special guest star who I'm so excited about. Do, 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 do. Ellen Berry. Hello. Yeah. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so Hello. much for inviting me. You're oh so welcome. I'm so excited for you to be here because I knew, like... From the moment that you like came into our first admin meeting and you started telling these stories, I was like, she has that same weird vibe I do. These things happen to her. Evie. <laughs> so how do you, ha- Ellen, Sam, how do you know each other? Um, so we know each other through work. Um, mm-hmm. I met Sam gosh, it's been over a year now. Um, yeah. you were, you actually interviewed me for the job and my second mm-hmm. round of interviews because I didn't get the job the first time. And then you came in after they didn't hire me. And then, so maybe it was yeah. you that changed that. Um, so thank you. Not according to the rec- recruiters though. Really? Well, no, no, no. Remember what they told you? About the other about Ellen me? Barry? No. Oh no, no, no that's right. Me. Yeah. Oh yeah. The recorders, um, Jack told me, they're like, there's a new girl on the panel. Her name is Sam and she's terrifying. And I was like, oh, okay. And they're like, just be really thorough with your answers. And I was like, okay. And I'm, they're telling me this in the elevator on the way up to meet you. And so I'm like, no time to prep. Nothing. Thank you. Wow. Okay, great. And so um, luckily you were with Nicole and I had already met Nicole at my first round of interviews. So that kind of helped me be like, okay, at least I know this person's nice. And like, you were lovely. I don't know why they said that at all. To this day, it bugs me that they sell me as this like psycho like (laughs) interviewer i mean knowing you though it's not an incorrect it's not a totally incorrect assessment (laughs) (laughs) like you do want things to be very thorough you do want like things to be incredibly well thought through like growing up with you it's been your whole life it's not just your business life but i but have like to, like to be fair you to are Sam, very nice too yeah like it's not like you're terribly mean or anything and to be fair to sam ex- that's a very 
trait of an executive assistant. Like, yeah, that's our bread and butter. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I my theory is that they had been annoying us in like not listening to what we were asking them for. And so I was like, okay, we need someone who can like answer a question. We need you Mm. to tell us when there's a resume available. We need you to tell us when you're scheduling them, which like (laughs) freaks them out because apparently doing your job is scary. So, well, and Sam, so I don't know if you know this other story, but there was actually another Ellen Berry that was interviewing for the same role from Florida (laughs) And in in my Wait. interview, that's the resume that Arquay had for me. And so she oh kept God. asking me these random questions. <laughs> She'd be like, so I see that you you spent some time like in New York. I was like, no, I've been in New York for like two weeks of You're my like, life. Is this a like, trick question? Like... <laughs> and, just, and she's like, and you have a medical background. I was like, I have a cousin who's a nurse. Is that a <laughs> I never knew that. Yes. I mean, I knew there was another Ellen Berry, but I was like, oh, God, what? no wonder I was so rude to them. <laughs> so well, that's, this is like yeah. you were Eleanor Shellstrop from The Good Place. Like, yes, <laughs> like no, so... I am Ellen Berry. I'm just not the right <laughs> Ellen Berry, apparently. Well, and the best part was um, I being the executive assistant, always prepared person that I am. I had my own resume and my little like. Um, yeah, thank God binder thing and so I was like here's my actual resume and she was like I'm so glad you're prepared (laughs) (laughs) you're like I got that job the likelihood of two Ellen Berries there are five of us we are all executive assistants no um but we have a Facebook group and there is one in Australia who (laughs) so so my middle name is my great-grandmother's name which is Rose and then my other great grandmother was Louise, and this Ellen Berry's middle name is Louise, and I swear she's like my what? my like upside down <laughs> version of me in Australia. Like you put two breads on opposite sides of the world, and you've made an Ellen Berry world sandwich. <laughs> like, it... <laughs> what the hell kind of metaphor is that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it just feels like okay, but I'm I'm reeling here. <laughs> I've never met another Jack Caden in my life. I've met other Cadens. I've met a lot of Jacks. I've never met a Jack Caden. I've never met, I've never had a Facebook group of people who all have <laughs> the same name. I love that so much that there is this secret underground society of Ellen Berries who are secretly plotting to like take over the world or be awesome at their jobs or something. Like it's. Fantastic. There, there was another moment where um, I think this was like when Instagram first came out or when we first started using it and this person followed me and I didn't recognize them. And then I went to them and I could see everyone that they had recently been following and they were following everyone named Ellen Berry and crime shows. And I was like, is this person <laughs> plotting to kill every Ellen Berry on the planet? What a weird... Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah. Were they named Ellen Berry? No, it was like a dude. I can't remember his name, but I was just like, this person's following everyone named Ellen Berry. And yeah, exactly. My it was before Ashley Flowers days, but Yeah. All my tingles wow. were oh, it's bad news. So <laughs> Wow, so this like so you just shared like 
before we started recording, you shared that you're getting married and you're changing your name. So you're not you're not going to be Ellen Barry for very much longer. So like, no. how what are what are the some of the stages of grief that you're going through in losing <laughs> this community of Ellen Berries that you're a part of? I actually that's so funny. So I've been definitely. I mean, and also, like, uh, for some background, I was actually supposed to be married this past May, and then because yeah. of the pandemic, we uh, postponed, so I'm kind Wait, of going the pandi- through it. There's a pandemic? What? You had to cancel <laughs> It's a little thing. It's not a big deal. A lot of people oh, think okay. that it's a hoax, so. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, it's all fake. So I went through kind of the, like, the, the decisions, and also, my mom didn't change her last name to be me, so she's Vandemore, which I also think is a rockin' last name, mm-hmm. um, but... Basically, I've never thought about the group Ellen Berry, but I have thought a lot about like my identity as Ellen Berry and um, these wild things happen to me in my life. And I'm like, I'm kind of scared that that's because I'm Ellen Berry. And like, what happens if I, when I become Ellen Grossweiler and those don't happen to me anymore? I'm going to be bored. Oh, my God. No, I, I don't think so, because I think like Grossweiler is like also such a specific name yes. that like you're going to have a different, like, it's going to be a different yeah. flavor of crazy, yes. but it's yeah. going to be there. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm just, I'm excited for it now. Um, I've had, like, three years to really think about this at this point. <laughs> Much longer than you intended. Plus, we've been together for seven, so I had, like, you know, you start thinking of those, like, am I going to yeah. change my name? I think the hardest thing, though, is in my line of Barry Hood, um, cause I'm not related to like Halle Berry or anything. That's a different Berry family. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Oh, in my okay. line, I'm the last, uh, there's oh. my, my dad and his sister were the two that it came funneled down to. And then of course she took her husband's name and their children are not berries. And so it's kind of like, feels like this death of our family. No, um, they're humans. Of course they're not berries. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was saying. <laughs> Wait, so you're the last berry on the vine? <laughs> I am. Nice. Got him. I like nice. that. That's good. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, someone did pitch to us that we should combine our names into gross berry. <laughs> I was like, that's, <laughs> no, that's not better. <laughs> berry Weiler? Weiler Berry sounds kind of cool. Bad. Oh, Weiler Berry is good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's Leave fun. The, the gross out of there is helpful. <laughs> Do you, I have to tell you a funny story about Nolan. Um, so he was a jock growing up and he played all the sports. And um, in fact, like one of the uh, players he played with is Brock Osweiler, who ended up playing for the Denver. Um, I'm not good at football. Broncos? Um, Broncos. That is what it is. Um, oh, my God. That was a straight up guess. I can't believe that you pulled that out. Yeah, of nowhere. Sam, you knew a sports <laughs> Thank thing. you. Thank you. <laughs> I actually do know that, too. I think it's just because it was such a horrible week for us and I'm tired. Um, oh, my God. But I asked Nolan, I said, did you get teased a lot as a kid? Because you have gross. I, I got teased for having Barry, which is cute. So, like, how? <laughs> and he's like, no, there wasn't a lot of, uh, like, bullying at my school. And then a few months later, he was telling me about this kid. We ran into this kid in his town. And he goes, yeah, the last time I saw that kid, he was trying to commit suicide with a spork in the bathroom in high school. And I was like... So just so you're aware, there was definitely bullying at your school. You were just popular. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, so kid. he's fine now. He's thriving. It's a, it's a happy story. Um, and luckily, you can't do that much damage with a spork. So that was good. But um, <laughs> to laugh. But, like, also, I love that you guys were just, like, having a conversation. He, like, dropped that in there. Like, 
Oh yeah, By last time I saw him. Yeah, it was just, but like, it just like hit me. I was like, oh, you were popular. That's why you didn't get teased. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I do fear for our children because, like, I was a dork and like you know theater stuff and like mock trial yeah. and like i was teased and tall which you know you guys know so um i worry that our children will have more of me <laughs> instead of that <laughs> yeah oh my gosh yeah the i also did mock trial we have talked about this multiple times how we have like very very like similar backgrounds but like also not yeah. like but we had we started to have conversations <clears throat> about um, how our dad is the same person uh-huh. because <laughs> I'm um, sorry. First of all, <laughs> Ellen's dad, I think is probably the good version. <laughs> okay. He's very sweet. Um, he also lives alone in San Pedro. <laughs> like as all these, I think they and live a block Steve. away from each other. Isn't that what we figured out or something? There's something like that. Yeah. They're both oh named God. Steve live in San Pedro and like, yeah, very weird. Yeah. Actually, my dad's name's Jeff, but Wait, I think, I think I had why a... did I think his name was Steve? <laughs> I thought you told me his name was Steve. No, I think I think I said like it would have been perfect if his name was Steve. Oh, no, okay. it's Jeff. Wow. It's another, but I think what we discussed was like if you're if you're our age, your dad is either named Jeff, Steve, or Chris or something like that. It's like oh, yeah, there's yeah. a subset of names that dads yeah. of our age group, yeah. millennial yeah. age group, yeah. Bo- like it's like boomer dad names. Yep. <laughs> it is and Steve dad. is like number one. Yeah. Yes. I think Jeff's like four. Yeah, and everyone has an Uncle Bob. Yes. I do, actually. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. See, this is what I was saying. I just assume at this point it's like an Aunt oh Lisa, an Uncle Bob, like everyone's got one. Yep. And an Anne. There's an Anne in every family. Yeah, an Anne. Yeah, it's another good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But okay, so you showed us this picture. <laughs> I talked about your height, and so I would love for you to tell us some stories about that, because I'm sure there's some good ones. Oh, yeah. If you're listening and you haven't been to our Instagram, the picture is on our Instagram, so go look at it, because it it brought me a lot of joy, and I cherish it greatly. So also, I want to say, I'm only, I'm exactly six feet tall, just for our listeners who can't see me, so I'm not, like, Mm -hmm. outrageously tall or anything, but... I've been six feet tall since I was about 12 years old. So I, I just shot up really fast. So, so it's kind of alarming um, to have this giant child your whole life. Um, but so basically the background was my mom got remarried and I was meeting my step family. I think actually this was before the wedding, but it was the first time I'm supposed to meet this new, these people that she's going to introduce me to and would eventually become my family. And, um, I'm nervous and we're going to this cabin in the middle of the woods and I don't want to go. And, um, and I, and I show up. It's a casual place to meet strangers. (laughs) Just driving forever. (laughs) Yeah. Into the woods we go. And, um, and so we get to this cabin and, and all of the adults were very nice to me. Oh, welcome Ellen. We're so happy to have you here. Um, the kids are playing in the, in the room over there, go in there. And so I walk in and, um, my now cousin Kylie, who is also my maid of honor best friend, um, takes a look at me and goes, "You're too tall to play for uh, play with us." <laughs> <laughs> and I go, "Oh, okay." And I turn with tears in my eyes because I'm seven years old. Mom, I'm too tall to play with them. And they all let me. <laughs> and so 
so, um, and she, she, this is a great story in our family. She's since apologized. We have a great relationship. Uh, and anyway, but so that was that same weekend of the picture that um, I showed you guys. Oh and just to show, and so forever I was like, God, Kylie, you were kind of rude to me. Like that was really horrible. <laughs> and then my uncle whips this picture out about three years ago and he goes, oh, by the way, here's a picture from that week. And it's like, oh God, I really was too tall to play with you. <laughs> Um, so it was, it's from, it's hard, I guess, from that height to really see kind of the, the, like the difference, you know, you have to have that third person perspective. Yeah. (laughs) It's well, and also there's, there's some speculation that I might be standing on a slightly taller rock. Like it wasn't that bad, but there's other pictures that are like, no, it's really that bad. (laughs) And, um, yeah, it was just, um, and to be fair to them, they were playing a very physical game where it's like, we called it sumo wrestler and you would put pillows in your shirt and like run into each other so like having uh-huh. a giant oh, it's a classic yeah, yeah. yeah. Kid, kid games yeah yeah, yeah. you just were like, too tall I was too tall someone it broke a been... tooth at one point right yeah, yeah exactly and so um <laughs> so I was to her credit I was too tall we love each other dearly now um <laughs> I am still the giant of the family um so <laughs> I love this idea that like you walk in she says no you're too tall to play with us you turn around crying and leave but an alternate universe where she never apologizes and you're like BFFs now, but there's this hidden resentment that she (laughs) never said sorry when you were seven years old and you hold a grudge to this day. Yeah. It's good that our family just talks openly about our feelings because there would be a lot. We have a lot of those like weird healthy. That's so well adjusted. Are you a fabled person who does not have mental health problems? Do they um, exist? No, I have a ton of mental health problems. <laughs> oh, dang. Just not those ones. I have. I will say, I did. Um, I did dialectical behavioral therapy, otherwise known as DBT, oh, when I was nice. um, fourteen, and they gave you a toolkit of like things, and that has like kept me really good through this, through college. I just go to my toolkit and like, what do I need in this instance? And um, I'm really good at calming myself down I also have a a stellar support team of my parents and my family and friends Mm -hmm. and so it it really is about like the team that's with you to get through those things not just you alone (laughs) but that's like that's like really cool though that like at 14 your mom was like we're gonna take her to like effective therapy yeah like DBT is so cool and I'm so jealous that you did that I've always wanted to try it although I will say that um back then because this was like 15 years ago it was like brand new and it was mostly right. only for children who were had like serious problems and so my <laughs> biggest problem was, was like I was depressed and so I didn't really like to get out of my room or my bed and like people mm-hmm. had to make me shower and I'm sitting in this room and I'm listening to all these kids and I was sitting between an arsonist and like a shoplifter <laughs> and this kid had a drug problem and I'm like I don't belong here <laughs> You're like, I just want to take a nap a lot. Like, I'm just sad, and they're having, they're hurting people, and I'm just sad. So, but um, all are serious problems that deserve their own consideration. Just because you're not burning buildings down doesn't mean you don't need support. And it sounds like it was really effective for you. Yeah, which is I, I wouldn't take it, it back. The place you needed to be, which is yeah. wonderful. Yes, I yeah. agree. It's it's that, but it is that feeling of like finding yourself in a situation, and you're like wait a minute, how did I get here? (laughs) You mean me in any situation where people think I'm smart and competent? (laughs) Yeah, that's the big joke. (laughs) 
No, I mean, no, no, no. Like, Jack and I, like, we talk about imposter syndrome, like, all the time. Like, even, like, I think about it constantly. Like, I know at work that I'm very, like, I present this, like, confidence and, like, I, I actually am good at my job, but like, you are. There's... <laughs> you're scaring me actually. Cause like, I <laughs> no, 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 no. There's definitely those times where I'm like, what? Like, this is a joke, right? Like how they're paying me to show up here and do these things. And I, I don't know what I'm doing at I'm all. I'm just a baby. I don't <laughs> know what like, I'm doing. Yeah. It's, it's, and like this week, like, we were so busy that like I didn't even have time to think about that. And then at the end of it, I was like, "Man, I managed to get through that without like smashing my head through a table." And like, that's why you're very good at your job. Yeah, yeah. I would have been lost without you this week. So, I mean, I think like this week was like the most weird. Like, did you feel like yesterday at the end of the day that you were like? spinning a mm-hmm. little bit yeah oh, I, cool. I cried outside the giant stadium um after i <laughs> lost my airpods which like i make enough money i can replace my airpods it's not the my it wasn't my plan but like it's not like i'm that person that's like oh god these were a gift and i can't do it and i just bawled yeah. my eyes out and i realized i was like i think it's from the week not from this exact instance <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just really love my AirPods, okay? <laughs> I was so grateful for masks at that moment because, like, no one could see that I was crying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. oh, man. <laughs> I, I love a good public cry. It's so great. You know? Mm. Everyone's Sam, doing... you and I and I think Ryan or I was with somebody at that really bad Mongolian barbecue in Mountain View, and <laughs> I had to just go outside and have a panic attack and just sit in downtown Mountain View and have a good old cry by myself. Just like, I remember that. <laughs> I came back. I was like, I'm fine. Everything's fine. Don't talk to yeah, me. Yeah, it was this weird. So, like, you know Mongolian barbecue, right? Like, mm-hmm. everybody, they do the whole thing. And yes. It's always, like, a little chaotic, I feel, because, like... Somebody has like dropped beef outside the beef container and like somebody's yeah. picking up broccoli and they drop it in the water chestnuts or like <laughs> there's just always like my like organized brain is like, why are there so many vegetables that are not in their containers? Like, what were you like launching your arm when you were getting noodles? <laughs> like, why are they on the wall? So like you have to go into it knowing that there's like this element of like chaos and, and like, there's always a line, which is also stressful. Yeah. And so, like, going in and then, like, that being the thing to trigger your panic attack is absolutely <laughs> valid. <laughs> I don't think it was any one particular thing. Because it was the I, noodles like, on the wall. went to that restaurant before and it was, like, fine. I think it was just... Again, like it wasn't it wasn't the thing itself. It was just like yeah. the straw that broke the camel's back and like it's like when your paper rips when you're a kid. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like this everything is going wrong and now my paper is ripped and I have to start over and I don't know what to do about it. Like, <laughs> One of my favorite stories about that was uh my coworker's daughter was sitting in the back of her car bawling her eyes out. And it had been a stressful week, and I think she was about, like, three or four years old. And um, and her mom says, what's wrong, sweetie? She goes, I wanted to wear different socks yesterday. <laughs> 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 that moment her mom had of, like, I can't help you with that. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have, okay, this is really funny. I don't know if I've ever spoken these words out loud before. And Sam, you have to tell me if you remember this. Okay. There was a time I was very little. I think it was after Princess Di had passed away. And I cried because I wanted her to come to my birthday party. And she wasn't <laughs> alive anymore. What? Yeah, I had like a breakdown about Princess Di not being able to come to my birthday party. Like a meltdown. And like not just a cry, <laughs> it was like a full-on meltdown tantrum. Wait, what? I love this story How? because like even if she hadn't died, I'm sorry, there's no way she's coming to your birthday party. In my brain though, I like it's such a vivid memory and I have no idea why because I was probably really small. And, was like, that... I remember, like, truly, truly believing with my entire being that she would have shown up if I had invited her. <laughs> like, really cute. <laughs> You're so weird. <laughs> I, oh, my God. I used to believe that cartoon characters were real. Or, like, I didn't, not to believe, mm. but, like, it, I didn't understand. And I remember telling my mom when I was very little, like, I was going to marry Aladdin. And I watched that VHS you know, mm. the tapes uh, so many times it like ruined the ribbon. And um, my mom had to explain to me that he was a cartoon character and that he can't come like to my birthday party or marry me. And then we went to Disneyland and I met oh. him. And my mom had some splaining to do. Yeah. She was like, I guess this is when you learn about acting. <laughs> I was just, excuse me, he's right there. So... You're very excited to be leaving that apartment. Oh, my God. It's I, I told you this over the phone, but I don't think I, I said it on the podcast. I had taken Pigby outside to go to the bathroom, and this was, like, a week or two ago. And I, like, noticed that there's, like, a piece of wood on the ground. And I'm like, I don't really know what this is. And I kind of, like, I don't touch it because I have... <laughs> learned I'll I've learned not to touch things that I find outside um <laughs> wait you've never told the story I know okay the, we'll tell that next the alcohol hat yeah, yeah I'll tell that one after this um so I don't touch it but I like get a little bit closer and I start to look at it and I see paint on it and I realize it's the same color paint that's on like the wall of the house and so I look up directly from where this piece of wood has fallen and like the awning is just falling down <laughs> Like, it's just wet. It's just waterlogged, rotted out, falling down. Um, so basically, this apartment is such a piece of shit that it is literally falling apart around me. And I am very glad to be leaving. Um, I, as an yeah. ex-Portlander, I'm happy for you. I just, I, le- <laughs> I too left and didn't look back. So Yeah, yeah. This year has been so bad. I, so I moved up here last September oh and then now I'm moving so it has been very fast and it just very terrible but very very fast fast, very terrible it's the worst ride of my life and I'm so glad to be getting off of it um very strange yeah although it's very interesting because most people that I talk to about Portland are like oh Portland's so great but like Ellen (laughs) like when I told you that my sibling lived in Portland you were like oh i'm sorry so like i love my friends who were there and i like adore them and that's the only reason i go back but i i never got on the portland train i just i was born there i didn't choose that and like i hated it i think i would really enjoy it if it weren't that my long-term fiance 
broke up with me and then a global pandemic happened and then I was unemployed for 10 months and then I wasn't able to like build a new life for myself because of the pandemic and it was just like a series of also it rains yeah and also it rains just <laughs> a lot and Pigby won't poop when it rains yeah. and that is a problem um, I want to tell the alcohol hat story before I forget about it. Oh, it's yes. very short. Yes. This is a good. Yeah. This is this is why I'm cautious about touching things out of my own apartment, <laughs> out of doors. I think I was like driving down the street or something, and I saw a hat. <laughs> I saw a hat, and I was like, "That's a cool hat." <laughs> so I pulled over. <laughs> you know, in retrospect, this is like. dumbest i was so anyway i pulled over i picked up this hat and i brought it into my car and i was like cool this is a cool hat but as i started driving it started to like super super reek of alcohol like it like it had been doused in alcohol and also probably garbage too it just smelled really bad and so i was like I, I didn't know what to do with this like shitty stinky alcohol hat <laughs> that I had stopped my car to like pick up off the street. Oh, That's Jack. what I can't get over. You got out of your car. I got out of my whole car. I stopped my whole vehicle. And you I didn't even up. need a hat. No, I didn't. I really didn't. I just went. That's a cool hat. <laughs> I, so yeah, I'm a I, little cautious about like touching yeah. things outdoors. Yeah. I don't think I had I to mean, be taught that lesson. I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> Look, some are more naturally endowed with brain cells than I am, like we were talking about before. So I actually, I think it's because I was like, nothing will get me out of the car. If I, when I used to, when I used to live in um, Portland and we would drive to California, LA to see my grandparents every year, I would not get out of the car the whole time. I was I like, mean, that's a long ass drive. It was. And like, I probably did severe damage to my bladder and kidneys, but like, I hate <laughs> getting out of cars unless I'm at my destination. So wow. I think this story really blows my mind. Cause it's like, you got out of your car when you didn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you what do I, that now? Yeah. Um, kind of, I guess. I like, I'm better about drinking water, so I have to use the bathroom more often. But, um, yeah, but yeah, we just drove down to San Pedro to, for Thanksgiving to see my dad. And I don't think I got out of the car <laughs> until we were there. So what, what about getting out of the car? Like what, what is, what about it is a betrayal of the, the road trip? <laughs> I think it's cause I get comfy and then I'm like, I'm never going to be able to achieve this comfiness mm. again. if I leave. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that way about airplanes kind of that like they're so yes. uncomfortable that once you get into a good uh-huh. spot, you really have to not move because you have to trick your brain into being comfortable as long as you possibly can. Yeah. Because it's such a generally uncomfortable experience. I agree with that. Yes. I um, am. But yeah, I don't know. And it's like my parents, well, we had one of those like fancy Tahoes with like the DVD player in it. And so like my brother and I would make a, yep. Mm -hmm. And like we would make a bed in the back and just like turn on lost and watch a season of lost. I didn't, and like snacks yes. were there. God, was were those not the days? Watch a season of Lost, take a road trip. You're not having to drive. You just get to chill. Yeah. Going yeah. places in Going general. Going places. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing people. Seeing places. <laughs> yeah. Seeing places. 
I think what's yeah. funny though is like um this kind of goes back to my Portland days but um as Sam was bringing up that you know we had a crazy week and um our company has been uh or is in the process of being acquired and growing yeah. up in Portland you don't have a lot of sport options so I had to be a um, Portland Trailblazer fan and then I went to a high school called Pacific Crest Community um, School which was uh, based on the Pacific Crest Trail Mm -hmm. Um, and that was my high school so we were the trailblazers and so Mm -hmm. I've been going through my life and like I I left that part of me and then um, come to find (laughs) out that our new company is all about the trailblazers I'm like I can't <laughs> shake this no matter where I go in my life I just keep coming back to this trailblazer term and um so you are, you are the the destined chosen one Ellen Barry the trailblazer that's <laughs> your formal title but Jack it was really great because I was uh in a meeting earlier this week I was telling everyone this story and Sam thought that I meant that like I was calling myself a trailblazer like yeah. I'm such a great person she's like wow Ellen can you be a little humble me <laughs> it was so funny that was one of my airhead moments for yes. sure because you, yeah I was like because I knew that you wouldn't say that about yourself in that way <laughs> but then you were saying it and I was like what a weird it's like calling yourself a maverick or yeah. something you know like <laughs> A very specific so kind of person who will call themselves a maverick, and you're probably not one of those I, people. I don't think I'm one of those people. I, I tend to no. like be really mean to myself, so if anything, like, I call myself a trash person. I'm trying not to, so... Oh my gosh, I'm also a trash person. Yes. <laughs> I have a... we When Sam and I went to Japan... Uh, when we were in Harajuku, there was this store that sold like just a bunch of English phrases that were translated into Japanese. And I got a shirt that says garbage human. And, <laughs> and so I know what it says. Cause I, I understand. I mean, I don't read kanji, but I read enough Japanese and they also had a little translation. And I've since double checked that that is exactly what it says, because I don't want to be that <laughs> right. like dumb American who like has a shirt that actually that says, says like trash person. No, it's something worse than that. But anyway, <laughs> So one time I went to a Shabu Shabu restaurant again when I was living in Mountain View on that same that same street downtown Mountain View. Um, the one of the waiters uh, who worked there is Japanese, and so I sit down and I'm like a regular at this restaurant at this point because um, Shabu Shabu is my favorite meal of all time. Yeah. Um, and that is also number one worst thing about living in Portland is there is one Shabu Shabu restaurant and it's terrible. Yes. And I hate it. Yep. Anyway, so I sit down it at this restaurant. It seems like such. It seems like it would be such a Portland meal, though, because right? it's like you, Warm, it's soup, a great hot. vegetarian, Ve- like vegan, option. super easy. You would I, think. Yeah. No, I don't think I've actually had it not at that one restaurant in Portland. So maybe that's oh. why I don't like it. You should. Oh, my God. No, the oh, Shabu Shabu in the God. Bay is like so fire most of the time. OK, Chef's kiss. Yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. look into it. I need to retry tai, this. Yeah. Tai Chi, Tai Chi Hot Pot in Santa Clara. Yeah. Is that yeah. And mm-hmm. is my all time number one favorite Shabu Shabu. And I'll I am, give you. Names of places so in the city, although we can't go anywhere now. So you're gonna I mean, have some to buy of them a hot you can pot do for your house. We, I mean, Sam and I, we like we do it at home. So oh, yeah. very anyway. So I sit down at this Sorry. restaurant. I'm wearing this shirt. I know exactly what it says. The waiter comes up, sees me, and is like chatting me up, like, "Oh, hi, how's it going? Good to see you again." And then like looks down this at my week. shirt and just what? <laughs> nice to see you again this week. This week, yeah. Sometimes two or three times in one week. Um, 
So he looks at my shirt and he reads it and he just starts laughing. And he's like, do you know, do you know what your shirt says? And I'm like, yes, don't worry, my guy. I am, in fact, a garbage (laughs) human. Don't worry. (laughs) Worn with pride. That's what this is. Oh, absolutely. It's one of my favorite shirts. Yeah. It's actually like a really good quality shirt, which is like surprising for like a like corner shop. Yeah. Corner shop purchase in Harajuku. But like, yeah, it's great. My best friend's dad used to go to Japan quite often when we were little. I think he did business there, probably. I don't I don't actually know why. Or he had a second family. Or he had a second actually, family. Ding, ding. That was a rumor at one point in time, so that might have been. I'm not sure. But he, he did bring us back <laughs> all of these mistranslated t-shirts, and one of them was, yeah. you are my yellow ruby. <laughs> there's an instagram there's an instagram i follow called good vietnam shirts that's just all shirts like that and they like make their own too that are like purposefully like terrible and bad and it's so it's like one of my favorite things that sounds wonderful i loved the only one we saw like that when we were in japan which i actually do regret buying was a shirt that had ronald mcdonald surfing on not buying i regret not buying it oh i was like oh just throw it away i would never (laughs) i actually marie kondo it really really wish i had this shirt it was ronald mcdonald surfing and it just said santa monica on it and (laughs) (laughs) i really really wish i had i think it was like 40 dollars though which was like really expensive for like a random ass shirt but it was so good i love um Asian culture's obsession with like American culture so much it's like yeah I went to um, China when I was 15 years old and actually I hated my whole experience there because again I was so tall I was taller than the entire country I was gonna say probably as a blonde tall person (laughs) yeah and I was super blonde and everyone would call me Britney Spears and um (laughs) And people would touch my hair and like, so, and that had never happened to me before. So I have a lot of feel for um, other people who are like, people touch your hair and it's weird. I'm like, yeah, I get that. Mm -hmm, And, um, mm -hmm. but also what was funny at the time, their dentistry was really new and only rich people had good dentistry. And so they would come up and show you their teeth like really aggressively and be like, look at my teeth. They're really good. And, like, <laughs> and of course, I don't know this because I'm 15 and my parents like dragged me to China. And I was like, why are people like doing this to me? And, <laughs> and so that was another example of just like being too tall. And like I didn't fit in most of the doors. And like, why, why are people showing me their teeth? <laughs> I also really don't like teeth and mouths in general because yeah. they're disgusting. And so I was like, oh, God. And, but yeah. I don't like teeth or mouth. Yeah. If you That's didn't hate funny. them before that experience, you certainly hated them afterwards. I'm really grateful for it, though, because it did show me like, oh, the world extends past the United States, which I feel like. Past Portland. Yeah. Past Portland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. That must have been a pretty big culture shock now that I think about it coming from Portland in particular, which is. <laughs> so white i think it's the whitest like metropolitan city yes yeah yeah wow yeah (laughs) the teeth it was horrible (laughs) also let me be very clear they did not have good dentistry like they would just show you their teeth (laughs) so it wasn't good teeth it wasn't like the people who had the teeth the good teeth were like look at my teeth it was like everyone just everyone wait what why though um it was like a status symbol at the time and so they were literally like showing you their status and like oh interesting i don't know that they didn't have teeth well 
I think like the ones that did have some teeth were really proud of the teeth that they still oh. had. And, like I don't know, because some of them had like zero teeth. They didn't really show me their teeth because there was nothing to show. But <laughs> like, <laughs> these people were like proud that they were only missing three, and I was like, I am very uncomfortable by this. So I mean. Any situation where people are going to touch your hair is just, and it's not in a salon where your permission has been granted, I am so not okay with it. Yeah. It's just, ugh. Like, like, the thought of, like, little children with, like, sticky hands, like, touching your hair, like, ugh. Yes. Yes. I think, too. Why are they always sticky? Cheerios? Cheerios. Just universally. Cheerios. As an adult, I eat Cheerios with my hands out of a mug quite frequently. Yeah, Um, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. My hands don't get sticky. So I think it's because they put the whole they put like we learn to be finesse (laughs) about not using our fingers in our mouths and like shove your whole hand in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine if you saw an adult human eating Cheerios and every time they took a Cheerio they put like all of the like End parts of their fingers fully in them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that person I is mean, also a serial killer, I promise you. Yes, absolutely. I don't know. I try not to judge people, but anyone doing anything with their bodily fluids in public these days, I, I can't really handle anymore. Could you ever handle Yeah, it? I was like... I mean, if it's like... Okay, so there's a difference between if somebody's doing that, like, on the street versus, like, in a movie theater, for example, if you're in a movie theater, like you're about to touch all these same things that everyone else is touching. And it's like not really cool. But if you're just like walking down the street eating your Cheerios and you need to shove some in your mouth and your hands get in there, like, no, I can't no, judge I'm you. talking about people who like purposefully like put their the ends of. Yeah. Like what Ellen just like put the. Oh, like. <laughs> Like you don't need Consume to put your, your hand. Yeah, you yeah, don't. What if you have like mobility and dexterity issues and like well, that's, oh, that's fine. Those people. That's fine. But I've that there's okay, obviously just, exceptions. I, look, I'm just saying if we're gonna. I don't know. But if you're doing that, make don't touch statements. me with it. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's fine. Like nobody should touch me with their bodily fluids. Anyway. We just shouldn't really no touch one... each other. Like I, we just. <laughs> <laughs> Can we all just agree coming out of this one that we're just not going to do that anymore? <laughs> I, I didn't know this about myself, but um, Nolan told me this once. He's like, yeah, you're not a very like cuddly person. You don't like being touched. And I was like, really? Like, I don't I'm not like OCD obsessive about it or anything like that. But I was like, oh, that's really interesting. He's like, yeah, no, you hate being touched in general. Same. And I yeah, I'm aware of it now. And I'm like, yeah, I think I was right, though. We were right because this is how yeah. we're in a pandemic is y'all licking yeah. your fingers Don't and touch. touching each other. <laughs> Don't touch me. Yeah. I'm the same way. Like I am hyper aware if I'm in a public situation and somebody is like too close and they're going to touch me like mm-hmm. even before any of this or like the whole like, Oh, I need to give hugs to people every time I see them. I'm like, yeah, that's if I'm, you. if I'm comfortable with you, like, sure. I love you. I'll give you a hug. But like the like, hi, we just met. Let's give each other a hug. Like, don't touch me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, let's elbow bump. Like, I don't know you. I don't think we've ever hugged. I don't think we ever hugged in the office. I can't remember a time. I don't know if we have. I think you and I are very much like, yes, we can We can be we very acknowledge... good friends without having to touch each other. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's funny. I think I'm probably a little bit more on the, like, 
I'll give somebody a hug side, but I don't, I don't like prolonged, just like hanging around cuddling. It just is like, I can't get comfortable. And then uh-huh. I feel awkward of like, am I supposed to be uncomfortable? Are you uncomfortable? Cause like, I'm uncomfortable. Like, do you really want to sit here doing this? <laughs> like, <laughs> I kind of just want to watch TV. <laughs> this one. I also know I comes from me being like, not tall, but a large person is like, I'm very aware if I'm crushing people because yeah. you know, like <laughs> I was a large child. I couldn't do those things without like yeah. hurting people. And so like, yeah. I think I just got used to like, I'm just in my own bubble. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Like, it's like those people who are like, I'm petite. And like, they're like little people. Like, I don't know. I've also just always been like a taller, bigger human. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so like, I'm not into like, like, don't try and pick me up. Yes. Don't try and yeah. like. Like, don't mm. sit on, I don't really like s- sitting on other people's laps or people sitting on my lap. I'm like, no, that's into. never fun. No, uh-uh. because my leg is going to fall asleep in two seconds and, uh-huh. and I'm and a large person and I don't want to sit on your lap. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want anyone sitting on my lap. I also, yeah. maybe this is also because we are tall. I don't know if you guys have this feeling, but I don't like sharing clothes with people. I'm like, this is my clothing item and you're going to Oh yeah, I'm not it. a huge fan. I'm more, it, for me, it's more, I like my clothes a lot. And if somebody stole something I owned, I would be very upset about it. And so yeah. like, I don't, hmm. you, I'm not going to like, Unless it's someone like you, Sam, that I can come to your house and I know where I was you gonna live. Say, I was going to say, like, of all the, like, you have gone shopping in my room yes. so many times. Yeah, but I mean, it's different because you're my sibling. Like, yeah, I was going to say. I don't I lend think... clothes to my friends, like, no, 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 willy-nilly, no. Well, and you guys have seen, like, even though I do have a stepbrother, he's, like, not, we're not the same size at all. So, like, he wouldn't need my clothes and I wouldn't need his clothes <laughs> anyway. And even and if he did, I wouldn't give it to them. I did, um, I did dress up as him as for Halloween one year at school because he was that kid that wore shorts 365 days of the year. And he had this amazing Jufro that he lost yes. as he got older. And so I, like, pin curled my hair as most and, like, Yes, um, but I showed up and everyone's like, you're Colin. And I'm like, you got it. <laughs> but yeah, Amazing. it's like the one Amazing. time I wore his clothes. So. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of like dressing up as people, you know, mm-hmm. like there was one uh, Halloween where our friend uh, Jerry dressed up like our friend Zane and it was <laughs> the it was best. So funny. It was the best holiday party. Like my and favorite our, part. Was he, he had like a fake beard, but he wasn't wearing it on his face. He put it in his shirt to be chest hair. Yeah. <laughs> he kept fiddling with it all night. This like weird scratchy beard just like falling out of his shirt. Uh, yeah. And like, and this other person was there. And so like the two of them together, it was just so perfect. <laughs> Did the other person dress up as like something else or was he just himself? He So actually that year, Zane dressed up as a startup CEO. Mm-hmm. And but he, he wasn't that the... different from <laughs> how he normally say, Is that like was. hoodies, jeans, and flip-flops? Is that what that is? No, this was, this was uh, he had a particular CEO who was like a sociopath and would just talk about himself and money all day long. And so he brought these like fake hundred dollar bills to our house and just hid them <laughs> yeah. everywhere. So like 
four months we were like moving the couch and finding fake hundred dollar bills and it was probably like those two costumes actually were like the longest lasting when i think about like (laughs) memories you know was that the year that you and i were cause no we were the the martian swim team that year were we yeah because i have a picture of us it was you me and ryan and seth and we were all the martian because that was the year they discovered ice on mars and so we were like we'll be the martian swim team and then everyone was like what are you i was like please (laughs) popular culture people come on but you and i you guys what you and i didn't jack Ellen and Nolan, didn't you guys go as Cosmo and Wanda this year? Yes, we were Cosmo and Wanda, and Finley was Timmy with a little pink baseball hat. It oh, was so cute. No! Yeah. Yeah, we didn't have a Timmy. No, we didn't have a Timmy, but we were Cosmo. I, we were, I was like kind of gender bent Cosmo, and you were like pretty standard Wanda. Yeah, it was great. I did, like, yeah, because I had like a crop top and like my long hair. I was like, I can't figure out how to do Wanda's hair that it's way. It's big no, hair. No, I had a it's, wig. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like wigs. I can't wear them. I'm not a wig person. Yeah. Yeah. I think I kept it on for like the pictures we took. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, "Mm." but Jack, didn't you just like spray your hair green or something? No, I got a wig, but I put like a huge amount of spray. uh, There was a lot of spraying that happened. Spray hair? Hairspray. Hairspray? Spray hair? That's horrifying. Hair glue spray. I think that's a thing though. Like oh for yeah, like bald uh, like balding patches like you spray yeah. it on. Oh, I love that Finley was Timmy. Yeah, for like two oh. seconds she she probably wore her hat as long as you wore your wig. It was <laughs> maybe. She yeah, was, uh, although tolerant. Sam's wig probably didn't become a chew toy afterwards. She doesn't chew on stuff. It's very like she knows what her toys are. She's really into toilet paper right now actually. Um, oh. Oh, she and she's going through the Evie phase of toilet paper. Yeah. Does she uh does she just eat it off, off of the toilet paper or does she pull it? She pulls off? and runs into the living room yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. So um That's it. She did it I like I was using the facilities this morning and she ran it and did it while I was sitting right there. I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> Bold. Yeah. She's, uh, she's getting testy with me. So, How old is um, she now? She's seven and a half months old. So, oh. so she's still a nugget. She's a nugget. Well, and also, so she was the runt and both of her parents are under 20 pounds. So oh, like, she's going to be a little girl. She's going to be little. And so, um, a tiny little corgi. Yeah. And she's the she's the so tricolored cute. one, so she has like her little black mask on right now, and I think it's so cute. <laughs> she's hilarious. I also so this is another thing, Jack, that I I told Ellen I was like like part of the reason I think that we're similar is because like weird shit just happens to us, and like Finley is absolutely Ellen's dog because like things just happen to Finley yeah. too. She um. <laughs> So the week that she got spayed, she got spayed, first of all, which is traumatic enough. And then she came home and then had the doggy flu from having been in the hospital, I guess, and then got bit by a spider on her poor little snout and it swelled up like goofy. And is that everything that happened? I feel like something else happened too. Apparently she got stung by a bee 
And that was the bee's fault. And then she ate a bee and that was her fault. So the first time she got stung by a bee, she was just (laughs) sniffing a leaf and it happened to be like on the other side of the leaf. And so she got stung and she still has a little like scar from it. And then just, was it like yesterday or two days ago, I took her out for a walk and I just watched her like chomp on a bee and then go like, they do that thing where they like shake their head. And and, uh, I was like, like nugget, stop eating spiders and bees like this is why (laughs) your face is swelling up all the time um she's just but she just is a trooper like me she just keeps going you know (laughs) just doesn't Um, let her phase her so when i first got pigby like pig has the most sensitive stomach of any creature on god's green earth like she is very sensitive so there was a period of like two months where she just had constant gi problems because i didn't know what was causing it and i didn't know to be as careful um and sam had bought had bought pigby this like boutique handmade dog treat uh (laughs) that i had given her and she was like super excited about it was great but i only gave her half of it because i was like i don't know how her stomach is gonna do so i'll give her a little bite see how she does um unbeknownst to me we were walking to work the next day (laughs) she like sticks her head in a bush and i'm like okay whatever let's go and by the time we get to the office her face is like kind (laughs) of swollen and so my thought is like you know i've been trying to figure out this food stuff she must be allergic to wheat like because the only (laughs) thing that had wheat was this treat that i gave her and then I took her to the vet and I like explained this and he was like, no dog alive is allergic to wheat. Like there's no such thing as like an allergic reaction. that's going to make her face swell up, but like not make her whole body have problems. Uh, And he was like, she probably got stung by a bee on her face. And I, and then I thought back to like her sticking her head in the bush and I was like, yeah, you know, that does kind of make a little bit more sense now that I think about it. Yeah. It, uh, it's a problem and yeah. um, she's she's not allergic though so it wasn't like really huge uh-huh. swollen it was like just a little like she had like a fat lip basically yeah. <laughs> like just it was really cute but also really sad <laughs> I just I just remember waking up in the middle of the night after the spaying and she was so sick from the meds and everything and she just turns around and her face is I'm like nugget what happened I felt like the worst dog mom I couldn't keep my dog safe like anywhere. when they like willfully decide to do that stuff though you're like all right I didn't feel like, bad the second time that was her choice no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like you did this I think what's funny though is like these these bad luck things happened. Yeah, like Sam was saying, it's it's me. And so um, we recently went, uh, we got an Airbnb and went up to wine country for Nolan's um, 30th birthday. And we, it was really fun. And then we come home and we're putting stuff away and we go out to our storage unit and we find that it had been broken into. And this is the second time this has happened to us in this building. And, um, and that sucked. And then we were dealing with that. And then our internet went completely out for like four days. And so I'm trying to work from like hotspots. And then Finley got sick or um, she ended up rejecting the dissolvable stitches from her spaying that was a month previous. So all of a sudden her like Ooh. stomach like opened up. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> and 
I like. I think I took an emergency day off that week because I was like, just nothing else can go wrong. I don't know what else is (laughs) happening, and just and I was like, how can like all of these things in like the span of seventy two hours like happen to me? That's a lot. That's too much. But I'm the good news is is like throughout my life I've had these portions of like horrible luck sections and then I'll go years without anything so it's like or like really good things happen so yeah yeah. so I just have yeah you know that's got it out of the way totally what's happening to me like definitely (laughs) (laughs) just just a bad patch there but really everything is fine and it's gonna be fine did but actually though did Ryan tell you what Zane said about the whole situation what situation your situation mine like this one yes so zane the same friend no he didn't okay so the same friend who our other friend jerry dressed up as zane was like ryan's best man at his wedding he's like really good friend he says what's with jack having these like shitty boyfriends and then getting awesome jobs after they break (laughs) up (laughs) because this is the second second time time this has happened yeah (laughs) so like and and zane's like and they just end up much better off after. Like, is this like, who, no, this doesn't happen to people. So like, you know, I haven't thought about it in that context, but that is part of this pattern, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Cause like, so Ellen, I don't know if you know that Jack got a job at discord. I didn't know where that's so great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Discord is like the other channel-based messaging company, which is just like so funny that they're like, like the only two competitors for each other is like yep. Slack and Discord. Like there is no like yeah yeah. yeah. I mean, teams, teams wants to think they're a competitor. yeah. Teams wishes, please. <laughs> yeah, no, because the first time it was like I was in college, I broke up with Cameron, and then like pretty soon after that, got my job at Google and moved up to the Bay. <laughs> You know, it's I've done a lot of therapy about this, so I think this is going to be the last (laughs) time that this this bad cycle happens to me. Hopefully I'm just going to stick with the good stuff and not try and get fancy with it is really the the lesson out of all of this. I I was saying to Sam yesterday, my plan is to, um, you know, start working at Discord uh, and then hopefully never job hunt again for the rest of my life because I'm so sick of it and done with it that it would be great to just be there and do that and <laughs> stop <just laughs> dating shitty people. <laughs> I agree. I, uh, well, actually, I don't know. I always say things and I think Sam's in this boat too. Um, but like Nolan was basically my first real boyfriend and like, I've never really been dumped. I've never really. And so I'm always like, people are like, what was it like before? I'm like, I was just alone, so I don't have. A <laughs> well, lot first to I was think. a teenager, yes. and then I was a child before that. <laughs> I did. I had a boyfriend in high school, but like, we didn't really like each other, and it wasn't like he wasn't gay, so I wasn't a beard, but it was kind of like for sh- like for other people, not for us, and we didn't spend yeah. very much time together or anything like that. It's like a practice like a run. Place. Yeah, yeah. It was just I had, like I had one of those. Yeah. Yeah, you're just like, you're supposed to, so you do, but you're not, like, ready or you don't want to. No, but I'm I'm in the same boat of, like, Brian and I have been together since we were 17. So, like, <laughs> actually, um, ye- what's today's date? Is today the 5th? Yes. yes. Almost your, yeah. 14 years ago today, Ryan and I went to go see Casino Royale together. <laughs> Cute. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Wow. And then the 11th, which is Jack's birthday. My birthday. I asked him to be my boyfriend. And oh. then here we are 14 years later. Cute. Yeah, I also... 14 years. That's a... That's insane. We're and only you're still seven. a baby. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Brian said to me recently, he was like, you know, pretty soon we're going to be at the point where like, it's longer that we've been together than we were alive alone. You're very quickly encroaching that time frame. <laughs> yeah. 17 years. Like you, we, we were 17, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like not far off now. It's weird. It's kind of fun to grow up with someone though, too. Cause like they know your awkward stages and everything that you've been through. <laughs> I, I feel like Jack and Ryan also have like, as brothers, mm-hmm. the two of them, like, yeah. because Jack was like, how old were you 14 years ago? If you were 17, 14? I was like 13, 14. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, yeah, they were also babies together. Mm-hmm. And like, they've been making fun of me, the two of them <laughs> since then. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I have this same thing. So um, Jack, I know, I'm sure you don't know this, but Nolan was actually my brother's friend when I met him and mm-hmm. um, they were like really close. Um, and then I met him and I was like, I'm stealing him because he's cute. And, <laughs> um, but all the time, like when they're together, I don't like I'm third person. Definitely. It's very much about their bromance. And they, they like they used to. They don't do this anymore, but they used to like match their outfits when we would go out. Oh, my God. That's the cutest. I and love then- it. When we lived in Seattle, um, the best dance club in Seattle was a gay club. And so we would just go there and they would be in matching outfits and people would think (laughs) that they were the couple. Um, that's amazing yeah and like and then he would come over and like kiss me and people would be like what is this weird trio going on yeah they're poly why not it's yeah not I mean I mean actually no one thought it was weird because it was Seattle but I was like no yeah. that's my brother that's my boyfriend and people were like that's really we- you shouldn't do that and I'm like no like- <laughs> you're like it's not though I'm not doing anything yeah we have a slogan in our family uh, we call it fuffs which is fucked up family time because we're all so close and we're all each other's like best friends and so Fuffed. 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 That's I like a good that. one. Yeah. I like that a lot. I we mean, have a... isn't that just what every family time is for us? <laughs> I think, well, this was at the time when my cousin started dating Nolan's brother after our bachelor rep party. And so it was very. Oh, it's a whole level deeper. It was, yeah. yeah. Like, and I was calling her my sister cousin because. <laughs> um. <laughs> um so, yeah, it was just like, what are we? Like, why do we do this? And why can't we have our own space? And we're very codependent on each other. Um, but, you know, we're thriving. You had, you had a really cool, like, bachelorette weekend, though. I did. We decided like, to have a joint party in Phoenix. And um, I highly recommend joint parties because your wedding party gets to know each other. And there's been, like, yeah. lasting friendships that came from this weekend. and <laughs> Relationships. <laughs> relationships and stuff and uh yeah it's it's been it was like it it was a wild time we did um oh I can't think of names because I'm so tired from this week but um what's that thing where you like you go putting in the (sighs) no mini golf oh oh uh it's the big golf driving range yes it's driving driving range range, but it's it's like top golf top golf yes Yes. it's like cosmic driving range um we we, we did top golf we had a party bus (laughs) 
Yeah. So it was a really great weekend. There were a lot of you, right? There was 20. There's 20. My wedding party's huge is 20 people. Um, we both have nine bridesmaids and groomsmen. So. Wow. So it was like a rager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got, we made, we made t-shirts that looked like the MLB logo, but it was like a person drinking and we, I, I actually, oh, I forgot about this. I did this whole drinking Olympics and we had four teams and I even got the little medals and we did like podiums for each event. Oh my God. That's yeah. involved. And I love yeah. it. Yeah. That yeah. was uh, over a year ago now too. So <laughs> does this mean you get to have another one? So we were talking about doing traditional like split like I have a bachelorette weekend mm-hmm. and he has a bachelor weekend we just don't like where are we gonna go we don't even know that we can have the wedding still so yeah. we're just kind of in a this good weird... old zoom meeting yeah <laughs> oh, but yeah God. it's yeah. it was fun although my whole my whole wedding party is like five feet tall and then I'm six feet tall <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of like, like dominate your bride's superiority over everyone yeah it looks a lot like uh, Snow White and the nine dwarfs of them. <laughs> <laughs> and we are, I think at one point in time we were all blonde except for one and so I was like we look identical to each other except well they've got to dye their hair I mean that's a problem like, yeah well and then yeah in pandemic everyone dyed their hair so now everyone I think we have like got one a of rainbow every... now yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. <laughs> just put them in color order it'll be like ombre brides I know the home edit style like just rainbow it <laughs> oh my yeah. god I'm obsessed with that It's like so obnoxious, but I love it. Yeah. I love it so much. I moved my bookshelf recently and of course it was already rainbow. And then like I had to like take all the books out. And so I was so excited that I got to re rainbow them (laughs) again. Wait, Um, is there going to be a body wash segment on this episode? Because. Oh yeah. Body wash. We can close it out with body wash. I'm so excited. So I'm trying to think what happened. So we, we opened the garage, right? Because mm-hmm. we were doing all the wiring and stuff. Um, there was no more burlap <gasps> in the whole wall. That's weirder, that's weirder. Though, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's weirder. Right? Yeah. So I was like, so they didn't use an installation. He just like lost his bags in there. Oh, no. My hundred pounds of flour fell into the wall. Yeah. So like that was weird. But so... Nothing else was in the wall, and I was very disappointed about that. <laughs> like, extremely disappointed. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. Um, and then, but the one, like, funny, it wasn't, like, I don't know. It, it wasn't, I don't think this has anything to do with the body, but basically, Ryan got into this, like, electrical wiring project that took, like, much longer, and so I didn't have a project, and so I was just, like, doing that thing where I like look around and be like, Oh, I think I'm going to take that thing down or whatever. <laughs> so I pulled up these like succulents in one of the beds and Evie decided that she was going to dig a hole in there. And she now has decided that there are multiple locations where she can dig holes. Mm. So like every time she starts a new hole, <laughs> I'm like, please don't find anything. Please don't find anything. But also, please like, don't find do find something. <laughs> yeah. Know. Yeah. And so it's somewhat anticlimactic because she hasn't found anything yet. But I know as soon as I, like, turn that, like, paranoid parrot part of my brain off, she's going to come to me she's with, like, yeah. a femur in her mouth. I was thinking, like, and a she's finger. Gonna be like, 
Or a finger. Yeah. 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 Probably more likely yeah. a finger. But yeah. So uh, there was... It was anticlimactic this week in Body I'm Watch. But, I um, wanted it to be a big thing for me because I love Body Watch. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we did just get the final designs for our landscaping done, which means that, like, we need to, like, level the ground in the backyard. So, like, I'm sure when oh that God. begins. I'm so excited. <laughs> Can we start digging holes when I'm there on Monday? <laughs> no. <laughs> arrive after 12 hours of driving with my shovel ready to go (laughs) yeah yeah, i actually um i have a funny story that's kind of like that um my dad lived in the same house from when i was born until like two years ago when we moved him down to san pedro and so and i loved pets as a child but i had one dog and then a bunch of small pets which die quickly and i had to have a (laughs) burial for all of them And so they're all buried in that backyard. And then the couple that bought it are a professional, like, landscaping couple. And so they're like, we're going to do this. And I'm like, at some point in time, they're going to come across my graveyard of dead animals. (laughs) (laughs) And be like, what? Your pet cemetery. Oh, my God. Because there's, like, what is there back there? There's birds. There's fish. There's hamsters. There's, like, everything you can think of is back there. And so I don't, we cremated our dog. You really went through I love animals. <laughs> and so an and animal it, graveyard? <laughs> I just like I, I I I believe every soul is worth celebrating. Yeah. And so mm. luckily we cremated mm. our dog, so he's not back there. <laughs> because that's like an actual skeleton that you'll find. But You know what though? Do you remember, Jack? In the Bedford house, we we did yeah. have a dog that yeah. we buried there. Like, <laughs> I was thinking of dog. all the animals that are at the Bedford house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. Oh, that is really interesting, Ellen, because you are definitely not the only person. No. To, like, yeah. Yeah, everyone. Oh, man. I think it's I think technically it, illegal and you're not supposed to do it. I also but, believe like, that. Everyone does. You do. I mean, it's what you do. You're you gonna, can't like, flush you a can't, hamster down the toilet. That's what I was gonna say. Like I know I was excessive for burying my fish, and like I don't know how many of my fish I actually buried. I mean, I'm sure that like biodegraded pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, I would think. And like also, my dog was in the backyard, so maybe he like I don't think we dug them very deep. Like it was I was a child just like digging a hole. I didn't know about like we need to get Certainly this down not there. six feet. Like, <laughs> yeah. And so, like, probably just enough to cover the box. So, like, as far as I know, like, Bob got to them at some point in time. So, oh but, yeah, God. I've thought about yeah, that. Ellen's dog's was name was Bob. Uh-huh. Nice. amazing? I love that. I wanted him to be able to spell it. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was, like, in second grade when we got him and when we were trying Made to talk. to me. Talk about, thank you, Jack. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, I wanted him to be able to, like, spell his name. And then my dad's like, you probably can't. I'm like, well, at least it's simple enough. It's two letters three times. So, Joke's on him. People are, like, teaching their dogs how to talk now with those, like, programmable buttons. Like, he could definitely have learned to spell his name if he had those. I mean, I loved him. Maybe maybe not him. He was was average intelligence. (laughs) 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 He certainly wasn't a dumb dog, but he wasn't, like that dog that you're like wow finley has me running in circles compared to him so yeah yeah we had to do a doggy puzzle exchange the two of us we because did. both of our dogs got bored of the puzzle <laughs> yes that's how you know you're a millennial yeah. yep well, i do friends, miss you 
I think I know. I think we have to wrap it up. Yeah. I think we do too. Yeah. yeah. This was oh, fun. Man. This has been so much fun. Yes. I know. Oh my god. I feel like we could just go forever. I know. I want to. <laughs> It's like the happiest I've been in a while, guys. So. Oh, I'm so glad. Yay. Yeah. I'm glad we can bring joy. Yes. There is something vibrating near me, and I don't know what it is. I think it's a cell phone. Evie! Okay, we definitely got to end now. <laughs> okay, well, so you can follow us on social media. Um, we're on Instagram and Twitter at I'm Like Real Funny. And you should definitely send us your stories so that we can read them. Look, friends, we ask you every time. No one's done it yet. Be the first. Be a trailblazer. Yeah. Bring <laughs> bring in a new era of our podcast. Let us read your stories. So yeah. you can send those to I'm like really funny at gmail.com. Yeah. And thank you to Ellen Berry, yes. the trailblazer. Thank, thank you. you for having me. The the North American <laughs> Ellen Berry. Yes. The North yeah, the <laughs> regional <laughs> Ellen Berry. Specifically. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um well thanks so much everybody. Yeah. This has been I'm like really funny. Okay, bye. 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 Just ahead. Visit justaheadmedia.com.